0: What does the moon make grow?
1: What does the moon make grow? What does
0: the moon make grow?
1: If we sit still and open our hearts enough, the world will come to fetch us. The world wants our awakening. And then all we have to do is say yes.
0: The dream. The dream. Not knowing. Not knowing. Unmaking. Unmaking. Unnaming. Stopping. Unnaming. Putting down. Stopping. Letting go. Putting down. Letting
1: go there is this great dreaming going on underneath everything all the time and every individual being and thing in the world and in the universe is contributing to that vast communal dreaming this beautiful question that each of us has is what's my particular dream then each of us has something that we can offer to that dream and that is our beautiful responsibility which in our tradition we would call our Deep vow. About 96% of the universe is made up of dark matter and dark energy. 96% of every moment we ever live is mysterious to us. There's no way to drag that into consciousness. If I think of my psyche as 96% dark and 4% conscious. What happens? How does that change how I ask a question? How do I include that rather than thinking that the only thing that's important is what I can see and feel and hear and the thoughts and the feelings that I'm having? When we say be in the moment what's it like to be in that moment? Darkness isn't the absence of light it is the presence of the very source of everything right now, here, in this moment, and it is so alive and so fertile, so full of possibility. It has its own radiance. It's not about looking for the light switch to flip it on. It's about sitting in the dark in its own terms and feeling that power, that great thunderous roaring silence that is 96% of everything. If meditation isn't about sinking us into that and helping us form a relationship with that, I don't know what meditation is about.
0: Great Mysterious, Radiant Dark, Dark Matter, Dark Energy, Dark Source.
1: The practice I had been doing which was focused on enlightenment was missing something. I could feel that it was missing something because it wasn't including my entire experience. That I had a whole sea of experience. And so it really began as a kind of question about what is that sea? What would it be like if it were included? One of the catalysts was a a question that came out of reading a poem. What does the moon make grow? If enlightenment can feel like, what does the sun make grow? What does the luminosity of the universe make grow? What happens in the dark? What happens when you marry enlightenment and endarkenment? How does that change our sense of awakening, our sense of what we're doing, our sense of what's important? Both enlightenment and endarkenment need each other, that each completes the other. And without each other, Awakening is not complete.
0: Silent. Still. Still. Silent. Warm.
1: How do you have a method to be the whole universe moving through you? If enlightenment is a profound experience of the luminous oneness of everything, Endarkenment is a profound experience of the radiant dark source of everything and the mystery that it is. How we experience endarkenment is learning to rest on that mystery, to lie back on that fathomless sea and to be comfortable there. Another way that endarkenment is expressed through our lives is our willingness to get our hearts broken and to stay broken. In the understanding that the broken heart is open and the broken heart is connected, there is great suffering in this world. It's really helpful when we're hoping to attend to that in a sustained way, to be also in connection with the sense of the awesome beauty, the power, the wonder of things. So we press our own individual broken hearts up against the great broken heart of the world. And then we ask, what's next?
0: Deep heart-mind, and darkenment, night sky, the great broken heart of the world.
1: Holding things as questions begins to feel more like what's real we begin to shift our perspective from one of trying to figure things out and get to certainty to one of asking a series of questions that open things up and open things up. And then you begin to see that some questions are more helpful than others. For example, what is this, is a much more helpful question than why is this. What is this is just, what is this? What's happening? How much can I understand? about the situation without opinion. When you come to a situation where it looks like you've got to choose between A and B, it's time to find C. What's the thing that is not part of a duality, but includes both of them and yet is something more than either of them could be? It also transforms the situation because it brings something in that an instant before was completely invisible what we have is much more the willingness to participate, to make ourselves fetchable. We're always listening. We're always trying to pay attention to as much as we can pay attention to. We're cultivating an attitude of warmth and curiosity toward the world. Loving the bare ground, underneath hazy moon, dappled light, loom, well, gate, In Zen there's a lot of imagery of penetration and sword thrusts and climbing mountains and all these kind of heroic deeds and that's true it's just not all that's true. Women and men both sometimes feel like something is growing deep inside of them. They don't know what it is yet. All they can do is protect that process and wait and see what is given birth to. We begin to see that Those changes are made up of these small, unexpected moments that feel full of grace. Every moment is an invitation home. Every moment is an invitation to remember that this heart-mind, this body, this community, this landscape, this world is home. And it is coming to get us. All we have to do is walk out to meet it. In every conversation we ever have, we are universe speaking to universe. Whenever we create a piece of art, we are universe creating universe. All those small things that seem insignificant are the ongoing creation of the world, and that is how we participate in it.
0: Stepping off a cliff. Stepping off a cliff. Stepping off a cliff. Opening the hand. Opening the hand. Opening the hand.
1: There is the world of our ordinary daylit lives, and there is another world underneath that, a world that is in the dark and has vast rivers flowing through it, and that water has been flowing since before the beginning of time. Sometimes in our ordinary daylit lives, we forget that or we even turn our backs on it. This way is so much about coming to know those deep currents, coming to rely on them, and as a practice to sink wells down into them, to bring what is cool and moist and dark up into our ordinary daylit lives so that we can help antidote hearts and minds that can feel as though they're on fire, and even a world that seems so often to be on fire. And in so doing, to begin to come home ourselves from the smallest flicker of something in our heart to the far reaches of interstellar space. All of that is us and all of that is home. And then to turn that feeling of home to everything that inhabits this world with us, toward beginning to create a genuine home for all things here that share this small, fragile, and achingly beautiful planet that has been given into our care.
0: What does the moon make grow? Still, silent, warm, intimate, vast. What happens in the dark, the dream? Not knowing, unmaking, unnaming, stopping, putting down, letting go. Resting, listening, Wondering, being surprised, being permeable, being fetchable, trusting, returning home, great mysterious, radiant dark, dark matter, dark energy, dark source, deep heart mind, night sky, in darkenment the great broken heart of the world. Bodhisattva's wound being marked, stained and dyed, blessing, loving. The bare ground, underground, hazy moon, dappled light, loom, well, gate, flowers fall, unseen path, deep in the mountains, lost in the weeds, under the sea, riding the currents, leaning against a tree older than the forest it stands in, lying down on the dark earth, seeing spring in budless branches, stepping off a cliff, opening the hand.